Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Wednesday. It is officially summer now. We had summer on Tuesday. So we are now officially in some, some summertime on this 22nd day of June, 2022. That is 622-2022. That is a lot of twos in there in your date. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the uh, gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all the shows from the studios <clears throat> and over the airwaves here. And, of course, uh, a, a host of other platforms that we have streaming that you can get us, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your devices. I know people call them cell phones. They're devices now. Your iPhones, your Androids, get your phone app, your app. KSHP radio station app at your app, app, app stores, so you can hear us now on your devices. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So we welcome you to the show as we continue and start another week of uh, the race day shows for this racing week. Here in Las Vegas, weather has changed. Now, here's the deal. We had a lot of wind over the last half of March and through April and May and, and part of June, as you know. And uh, although it seemed like it was a lot more wind, high wind, that we've had here ever, it really, uh, when you shook it out and the and they took the uh, the data on it, it was only a couple of more days. But it was at times brutal. Now we get into since summertime is officially here. Now we get into what we call the monsoon season, where uh, you get overcast skies and it's very hot, both in the day and uh, over overnight in the evenings, causing. <clears throat> an effect to have afternoon showers, really uh, tough afternoon showers, if you have uh, overcast skies. So here's the deal. Today, we start out the day with overcast skies. All the uh, skies over at Las Vegas, overcast. It's overcast there. And it looks like, there looks like, it looks like rain clouds, although it may not be because the weather forecast does not have us having any rain today. But the conditions are out there now because Right now here in Las Vegas, 13 minutes after 7 in the morning Pacific time, it's 86 degrees. 
86 degrees right now, overcast skies. Now, we're only going to make it up to 93 because of the overcast skies. But we, uh, we do have a chance of, of that uh, monsoon stuff, okay? And that's how the weather shakes out here in Las Vegas on this 22nd day of June. A couple of days into some, some summertime 2022. As far as the weather across the country, we're getting all that overcast skies and everything from uh, Southern California. From the mid uh, to Southern uh, California, there's a lot of clouds going on. Probably some rain there as well. And it's making its way into Arizona as well. And we're getting the tip of it right here in the southern part of Nevada. There's a lot of action going on over New Mexico. And there was a lot of action going on in the northeast, but that front has already moved offshore in, in the Atlantic. So the Gulf Coast is, for the most part, clear. The uh, southeast Atlantic coast is clear. The north Atlantic coast is getting clear after the front went through there. And the rest of the country looks in pretty good shape. Now, we are concentrating today on Minnesota. Shakopee, to be exact. And it looks very clear and nice in Minnesota today, where today Canterbury Downs will host what they call the Mystic Lake North Stars Turf Festival with a whole bunch of stakes races today. You have the Curtis Simpson Oaks, the Dark Star Turf Sprint, the Lady Canterbury, the uh, MTA Stallion Auction Stakes, the Mystic Lake Derby, and the Mystic Lake Mile, all today at Canterbury Downs. So we're going to be concentrating on Canterbury Downs today with, of course, track phantom Dave Valento. He'll be with us shortly. So uh, most of the stakes races today are all at uh, Canterbury Park. Got a stakes race at Delaware Park. and got a couple of stakes races at uh, Horseshoe, Indianapolis. But most of the action will be today at Canterbury, and we'll be uh, centering on that. Of course, Jonathan Hardoon will be with us today because Churchill Downs is running. Now, here's the deal with the weather. Now, you know the weather, what it's like here. And for the most part, across the country, it's pretty clear. However... The Midwest and the um, the Southeast, you know, right in there uh, in the part of the country is experiencing higher than normal temperatures. They're really in a heat wave. And so you know that Churchill Downs canceled a couple of racing cards last week because of the excessive heat. And they expect excessive heat again today at uh, Churchill Downs. So here's what they did in Louisville uh, with the, the high uh, temperatures expected later on. Churchill Downs has a first post time in less than 14 minutes at 7.30 Pacific time today. They have moved their first post from the original start time to 7.30, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. So they're going to run the first race while we're still on the air. So if you're planning on playing Churchill Downs, it's going to start early, 7.30 Pacific time today because of the summer heat. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> along with uh, Dave uh, Valento uh, centering all of his attention on the Canterbury Park Big Mystic Lake Stakes Festival Day today. All turf racing, by the way. Um, we're going to have Jonathan Ardoon here with his uh, little view, etc. Because there is a view on, on, a, on a trainer from Southern California we'll get into in a, in a minute or two. And then John Linda with his Santa Anita finals because Santa Anita wrapped up on Sunday. So we got all that going for us. And so we will take quickly our first break. And when we come back, we're going to start all of this good stuff. Your racing menu. Maybe a little recap from what happened on closing day at Santa Anita. Or we might wait for John Lindo there. Love the results of your Twin Q on Sunday. And, of course, looking at the week ahead 
in your racing menu and the boys. So don't go away, we're just getting started on this first day of race day coverage this week in horse racing Las Vegas style. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse players, in 2020, Canterbury Park introduced a 10% takeout traditional 50-cent pick five. That's the lowest takeout on the planet. This season, in addition to that low takeout pick five, Canterbury offers a 10% takeout pick four, beginning with the first race each day. Again, the lowest takeout in horse racing. Canterbury Park, we race Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 5 p.m. Central and Sunday at 1. Canterburypark.com, home of the 10% takeout. Horse racing fans, major daytime Southern California thoroughbred racing returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse with the LA County Fair Meet. Opening day is Saturday, June 25th. The opening day card will be headed by the Bertrando Stakes. Plus, the daytime meet will also feature a special holiday racing program on Monday, 4th of July. The 4th of July card will be headed by the Grade 2 Great Lady M Stakes. Past winners of this outstanding race for fillies and mares include Champions Gamine and Finest City and the outstanding Marley's Freedom and Horse Players. The 4th of July program will also feature our popular live money on-track handicapping contest. You could win one of two berths to the 2023 National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The contest format is available at LosAlamitos.com. Plus, our day and night weekend doubleheaders also return as our live quarter horse and thoroughbred nighttime action will follow the daytime cards. Watch all the action on TVG or at your favorite satellite facility or ADW provider. The LA County Fair meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Nine days of great racing. Opening day is Saturday, June 25th. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right. Now, we got the ongoing thing with, uh, you know, the uh, Bob Baffert deal with uh, Medina Spirit. And now experts are blasting the company, the study of Medina Spirit's positive. So that thing continues to just float along like an e never-ending episodes of a, of a series out there. It just keeps going on and on. And uh, w when Los Alamitos starts, I think it was the 2nd of July, that
that his his uh, suspension in California is over. So uh, Baffert may be running some horses at Los Alamitos. We'll have more on that next week when Bob Mazursky. In fact, uh, Bob Mazursky is going to join us on uh, Thursday, tomorrow, to talk a little bit about uh, the situation there. But now as you look at that, there's another big situation going on in Southern California with the trainer. Now, you know all about the Peter Miller thing. He came back and all that, and they're still suspect on what, what the heck happened there. But you know what hit the you-know-what big time for trainer Richard Baltus, and we're going to get into that with Jonathan Hardoon in just a moment or two. But before we get into all that stuff that's happening with these trainers, etc., we're going to get to your racing menu and talk about some great racing going on, a big day of racing at Canterbury Park. So without any further ado, let's get started with your racing menu for today. First post times will be Pacific. We're in the Pacific time zone, and these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all these shows from the studios over the Airway Sports Talk 1400 AM. Now remember, if you're listening on uh, the internet, on our websites, if you're listening on your phone apps, on your devices, or you're listening on any podcast you get on us, remember, if you're in another time zone rather than the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Are you going to miss something? And I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? And remember, because of the heat, they are, uh, Churchill Downs has changed their post time, okay? And we're going to tell you about that right now. Churchill Downs starts off the menu. Their official post time today will be in about seven minutes. Horses should be already on the racetrack for Churchill Downs. Their first post time today because... Of the excessive heat that's going to be there later on, it's going to be 7.30. 7.30 this morning, Churchill Downs will kick off their racing card, which, of course, is 10.30 there in Louisville. Now, the Pick 6 jackpot carryover today at Churchill is $37,420. And again, post time, mm, about 17, 16 minutes away at Churchill Downs. Uh, Delaware Park is next. Their first post time is 9.30 at Delaware Park. And then after that, you've got Finger Lakes. Funny thing happened at Finger Lakes. Not so funny, but I mean unusual. A deer ran ran out onto the racetrack at Finger Lakes, causing havoc there during a race. And I can only reflect back to the time that it happened when I was working at Turfway Park. I'll save that story when Rich Ang joins us because we were both there at that day. Nevertheless, Finger Lakes has a first post time today of 10-10. Deer or not, 10-10 first post time there. Next up comes Presque Isle Downs. Their first post time is 10.30 at Presque Isle. You follow that with Horseshoe Indianapolis. Horseshoe Indianapolis has a pick six jackpot carryover $20,210. Their scheduled post time is 11.30, although they may either delay or have an early post time because of heat there as well. But right now, 11.30. All right, next comes Penn National. Their first post time is 3 o'clock this afternoon, 3 o'clock at Penn National. And then uh, you wrap it up with uh, Canterbury Park, which is going to be our feature today. Canterbury Park 310 with a big day of racing there. And then Evangeline Downs will be the last on the menu. Their first post time is 3.30. And that is the menu for today. Uh, a quick note, though, along with the uh, dashing deer, you got a pick six carryover at Finger Lakes of $5,601. That was something else there. All right, now uh, we will go to Dave Valento standing by, the track Phantom. It's a big day at Canterbury Park, Dave. 
Yeah, good morning. Yeah, these these kind of days, a lot of times, uh, they they end up being disappointing in terms of the way the fields come together. Small fields, you know, you see the Belmont Day where had a lot of small fields, very top heavy. This is the opposite. Yeah. These are these are full fields. They're coming from everywhere. Uh, you can you can find long shots and you can play logical horses and get value. It's going to be a great day of racing. All right, now uh, at Canterbury, we have ten races today. First post time here in Las Vegas is at three ten, and of course, it's a big day. It's called the uh, Mystic uh, Lake North Stars Turf Festival. Correct? Yes. And uh, uh, the origination of this? Well, the Mystic Lake uh, uh, partnership that Canterbury has, this goes back 10 years. Uh-huh. They uh, they were always in competition with Mystic Lake to get slots on track. And they finally, instead of fighting with, with the, the, the Indian casinos there mm-hmm. um, for slots, which, of course, they didn't want expansion of that. They wanted to control it. They, uh, Canterbury partnered with Mystic Lake, and, and there was this relationship where money was used for purchase. So Mystic Lake, I guess, sponsors Canterbury in some form or fashion, and that's how it worked. All right, and you've got uh, several stakes races today there, as we alluded to at the top of the show. Um, you know, there's and it's all turf racing, right? It's all going to be on the turf today. Six stakes races, one dirt race, uh, stakes, one dirt stakes, and then the, the other five are turf races, yes. Oh, the stallion auction is on the dirt, right? Correct, yep. All right, well, let's get started. Let's get going. Let's uh, have uh, some of them folks out there enjoy some of the quality racing and big racing stakes day today at uh, Canterbury Park. My uh, The first post time, again, is at 310 here, 510 uh, Central Time there in Shakopee. And the first of the stakes races will be the third race on the card, the Curtis Sampson Oaks. Yep, and I'll just make a comment, too, for your listeners. We'll, we'll go ahead and give the sheet away for free again. Oh, man. The promo code is 707-707. Trackphantom.com, go to the storefront, and then when you check out, uh, you'll punch in 707. So, yes, the Curtis Sampson Oaks, mm-hmm. uh, Mile on the Turf. Uh, this is his name for uh, the owner that passed away a couple of years ago, the father. There was a father-son ownership. And, um, this is a good race here. I'm going with the number one when the dawn breaks, four to one from the rail. This is Brad Cox, Florent Giroux, shipping in from Keeneland. Um, the dam was a millionaire, loved turf and synthetic. In fact, ran second in the Breeders' Cup distaff in 2009 when it was on synthetic. Uh, the winner, two back, this one ran against mm-hmm. uh, a horse by the name of New Year's Eve, just won the uh, Grade Two Edgewood at fifteen to one at uh, Churchill rather easily, so that was a pretty uh, formful race. And I'll make one other comment on this horse. The last race when it was fifth uh-huh. at at Keeneland, the horses that ran around it, so first, second, third, fourth, and sixth, yeah. those were the horses that were traveling in the front of the pack through the of the race. So it was a merry-go-round race. This was the only one closing mm. into that. So just keep that in mind that that was uh, she was disadvantaged by that pace. So. Last year on this day, Brad Cox and Giroux yeah. had three three horses running in these stakes races. They won two of them uh-huh. and lost the other by a net, by a head in a troubled trip. So they come loaded, and uh, I'm going to go with the one there when the dawn breaks at 4-1. to one. Number one, when the dawn breaks. Now, this horse has 13 entered before any scratches, uh, and uh, this horse breaking from the rail is 4-1 to one on the morning line. The 3-1 to one favorite in this race is another shipper, Mike Maker uh, trainee with Javier Castellano aboard in Schulmfitz, uh or something of that effect, uh, the name of the horse. But in any case, um, I'm hoping that when the dawn breaks, gets a good clean trip from the rail. 
sitting off of what uh, should be a, a nice pace in that race. Yeah, the people people are going to bet the five uh, Sklof Mitz, whatever you call it, uh, yeah. uh, because the winner of that race that comes out of Walkathon just uh, uh, returned out of that race and won the regret at Churchill Downs. So uh-huh. the people are going to notice that, but. But nothing else was in that race. I looked at all the other horses in the race, so uh-huh. it was a one-horse race, and I'm going to take a stand against that one. Obviously, it fits in here, but uh, I think it's going to be over bet. All right, moving along. Race four is the Dark Star Turf Sprint, and in this race, another full field. Uh, man, you've got also eligibles, and you've got 13 in the body of the race. Wow. Yeah, these races can be very difficult uh, just because – a poor break or a bad trip, you have no chance to recover on it. I'm going to go with the number 11 here, Chessmaster. I know uh, some others like this one as well. Six to one on the morning line. This is a local horse. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is is uh, it's run here quite a bit. Last year, this horse set the track record at five furlongs uh, it, almost a year ago to the date, and she, and he needs he needs the turf. Now, the last time it ran in the Honor of the Hero, that was on the mud. You could draw a line through that one. And the two starts prior to that, at Keeneland and Gulfstream were without Lasix. Got Lasix back now. And if you look at this horse, when it's had Lasix on the on the turf, it's automatic. I think six to one wow. is a is a good price. Seven cents, another Giroux horse is pretty obvious and in, in in my A category, those are the only two horses I have. The the four seven cents and the eleven chess master. But my top choice is eleven chess master at six to one. And of course, number four seven cents with Garo on is another Brian. Co- I mean, Brad Cox uh, trainee that's in the race, and Mike Maker also has uh, Castellano riding the two horse in this race. So they are there looking for some of that big cash that's offered today at uh, at uh, Canterbury Park. Fifth race is the MTA Stallion Auction Stakes. This is the only one, as you say, that's on the main. Yeah, just a one note too. They have a turf all turf. 10% takeout pick five mm-hmm. and it excludes this race. So, so when I was doing my original handicapping, I didn't realize that. And when it showed the start of the pick five in race three, I thought this was included, but it's actually an exclusion in the pick five. But you know, this, this race that the four Royals little Divya is going to be, you know, three to five, one to two in this race. She, she uh, ran once one by 12, one Oh three and three fast time. Uh, she just just blew that field apart. Now I went back and looked at some of the other horses that came out of that race, and they've underperformed out of there. So that kind of, you know, douses that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would consider the two Ojitos as a possible upsetter there. And and it, I, it, those that followed Oakland Park during the winter time, this horse won a made the special weight first time out at ninety to one uh, out there in <laughs> Arkansas bred. But those are. Those are the two I'm going to go with. And Roy's Little Diva, four, 9 to 5 morning line, the, the 4 is my top choice. All right, so you got the 4 and the 2. 2 is the one that's got a little value to it, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, Rose Little Diva is a 9 to 5 on the morning line. Now, the all because it's called an all-turf pick 3, and this one is in the middle of that, the all-turf pick 3 will cover races 3, 4, 6, and 7 then, correct? Yeah, it's an all-turf pick five, and oh, okay. it's three, four, six, three, four, six, seven, eight. Ten percent takeout starts in race three, three, four, six, seven, eight. All right, pardon me. It's an all-stakes pick five, and so we'll get to the uh, seventh race now, and that uh, seventh race is the Mystic Lake Mile. 
Actually, the sixth race first. That's going to be the Lady Canterbury. Oh, I missed that. I'm uh, sorry. Hold on a second. Yeah, we don't want to miss that one. Uh, actually, this is interestingly, I, I, I sent you a little text on this uh, for those that follow Canterbury. 25 years ago to the day, uh, a horse by the name of KZ Bay won the Lady Canterbury at 31 to 1. One of the great upsets in, in track history and a great call by Paul Allen. For those that uh, go out on YouTube and search for that, KZ Bay, it's really a cool race call. And it was a local horse that beat all these uh, highly bred uh, shippers from across the country. It was a really cool race. But that was this race has produced, actually, I- interestingly, in this Lady Canterbury, it's uh-huh. been run 28 times. Uh-huh. There's only been four favorites that have won this race all time. Wow. And, Three three horses at thirty to one or better. I like uh, having said that. I've got a low priced horse on top, number eight, Saranya. That's uh, Brad Cox and Giroux again. This horse just ran fourth at Keeneland, uh, beaten half a length. And the horse who was runner up there, the horse that uh, a lot of people know is uh, Gams Mission, who won the won the Grade Three Mint Julep at Churchill next time out with a ninety-seven buyer. So uh-huh. I think that horse well meant in here. The five, Nicino, N-I-C-E-N-O, Nicino, mm-hmm. uh, 12 to 1. I think this is a little bit of a sleeper here. Uh, it was on the mud last time. It needs to be on the turf. And it comes out of that same race. That it, Interestingly, it comes out of the same race mm-hmm. that Saranya comes out of. And there's a big difference with the five. That was a really slow p- pace. They went 24, 49, and 3. Uh-huh. Saranya was up on the lead. But Nicino, the five, was dead last trying oh. to close into that. I think... Think you got to give that horse some uh, some credit for that. So I'm going to go with those two. Serrani is my top choice. The eight at seven to two, but I think the five Nacino at twelve to one can get in there too. All right, now the Lady Canterbury, my mistake, but the Lady Canterbury uh, has uh, thirteen in it and one also eligible. And again, uh, you like the eight horse uh, Saranya, uh or Saranea, I guess is how you'd pronounce. Anyhow, uh, Garo and uh, Brian Cox. And uh, Mike Maker has another horse in there with Castellano, the two horse. And number five, Nacino, is a nice 12, uh, fat 12 to 1. I think it's going to hold that price, too. Good competitive big fields here. And now we get to the seventh race, the Mystic Lake Mile. Yeah, this is. I found this to be a tough race. Uh, you know, they're all tough, really. But this one, I had I had some trouble with. Uh, I went with the number two Spanish Kingdom, Joe Sharp, shipper from Churchill Downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Spanish Kingdom, the the two and the six six Mister Dumas. They both come out of the the opening verse, and they were neck apart, third and fourth in that race. Again, you know, this is one of those deals where horses have been running without Lasix. Coming to Minnesota, they're going to be able to run with Lasix. This is one of those horses. And and when you look at this horse, this takes a little bit of uh, digging here. Uh-huh. When you look at the last five times Spanish Kingdom ran on a firm turf course with Lasix, uh-huh. he won four of them and was third by head in the other. And that third was two back at, at the fairground. So obviously needs firm turf, needs Lasix. He gets both of that tonight. It's going to be, you know, the weather's been hot out there. The, the, the turf is going to be very firm. Uh-huh. So I think this horse is a, is a play here at six to one. Um, and I will say one other thing, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Sharp is 10 for 25. That's 40% when he's got Besitia uh, uh, up in the saddle on a turf route stakes at 10 to 1 or less. So when he goes off 10 to 1 or less in a turf route with this rider up, he's won 40% of his races. So that's where I'm going. A lot of research here, folks. And number two, Spanish Kingdom, Masisha aboard for a Sharp at 6 to 1 on the morning line. And again, a full field of 12 going on the turf here. 
in the Mystic Lake Mile, which uh, coincidentally happens to be a mile. <laughs> and uh, now we'll move to the eighth race, the Mystic Lake Derby. $150,000 race, uh, another mile turf race here. I'm going with uh, number nine, Xavier Davids, a Minnesota bred, ironically, in an open field, um, six to one on the morning line. But this is actually a, a sibling, a half sib to a uh, hotshot kid who I believe is either first or second in the all time Minnesota bred earnings mm-hmm. uh, with about 700 and some thousand. So, and, and, Mac Robbins trade in that one as well. The difference with this one is is on the top side. Temple City is a very strong turf influencer, and this horse, interesting. This one takes a little uh, research because when you look, this was only run twice routing on the turf. The first was two back at the fairgrounds, and the horse won at twenty three to one. Wow! And it beat one of the main players in this race, uh, Stitched, who I actually have second. And and I watched the replay of the race, and there was absolutely no excuse for Stitch. That horse was up on a slow pace, should have kicked on, and this Xavier Dave just blew by one by five lengths. Now, the next time Xavier Dave ran uh-huh. was at Keeneland in an allowance race, and it was a, it was one of those hidden troubled trip, wide, green, kind of all over the place, and then finally got his, got his mind on running late in the race and, and was really making some ground when the race was already over. So I think that race – is better than it looks. Six to one's a fair price. We're going to go number nine, Xavier David, six to one. All right. Now, Stitch, uh, the horse you're talking about, has Garou for Greg Foley. That is the five to two favorite. And in this race, you got some other uh, trainers uh, that might be of note for the listeners out there. Jonathan Wong has a 15 to one shot in the race. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tom Amos has a nice four to one in the race so it's going to be this is going to be an interesting day of racing you know we sit around and we wait for the weekends for the big races out at the uh, big racetracks but i gotta tell you this is really a nice little nugget sitting there for a wednesday to kick off the week of racing that's for sure you did a great job there dave and of course we'll be watching and betting because uh, this track uh, has a lot of respect uh, for the race player with the 10 percent takeouts and all that now, in addition to the regular pick uh, fours and fives, you've got, an, again, the all-turf pick five that starts in the race three. It's the third, fourth, fifth, seventh, and eighth races, correct? Yes, uh, the all-turf is third, fourth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. They have two other 10% uh, pick bets uh, starting in the first race, 10% takeout pick four. Mm-hmm. And then the last five races on the card, uh, which actually starts in race six, mm-hmm. is also a 10% takeout pick five. Canterbury is going to have um, w- almost all of the the attention tonight just based on the way things shook out. Big fields, and I expect they're going to have – I think they'll set a record tonight in terms of handle. The fields will be uh, – the pools will be big, and I think if you get it right tonight, mm-hmm. you're going to get paid. As they should. I mean, uh, they're putting on a great show. They're, uh, they've got uh, a great shake for the uh, race players out there with the takeouts and all that. And on uh, Wednesday, we can sit down and watch these races, of course, simulcast, and, of course, through the uh, betting uh, platforms that uh, folks can have out there. And, again, you, again, philanthropically have offered uh, another uh, sheet, your, uh, your, your track phantom, your handicapping sheet for the big night at Canterbury Downs exclusively for the race day listeners free of charge. And, again, what is that? Think of uh, Jumbo Jet 707 is the promo code when they go to uh, com and go to the storefront to check out. There'll be a spot to enter promo code 707. You get it for free. 
Dave, what's your best bet tonight? My best bet? Ooh, you, you caught me off guard there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let me just take a glance. Uh, right. Actually, my best bet is, is Saranya, but I, I would change that and say Xavier Dave in the, in, the, in the big race, the eighth race, is really my best, my strongest opinion tonight. All right. I, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm here for the listeners, and you know that they'd probably want me to ask you that, so that's why I did it. So in the eighth eighth race uh, tonight, number nine, Xavier Dave is your best bet, but uh, it's going to be great racing. Get the sheet, folks. He does a lot of work at Canterbury. I want to thank you so much, Dave, for your contribution today on the race day show, and uh, you have a great race day. All right, you too. Good luck to everybody. All right, we'll be back with uh, Jonathan Ardoon and uh, John Lendo to wrap it up. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. Well, all right. She's half right. I'm half wrong. Uh, It is the Twin Q report, but uh, there is no Twin Q today. But we'll give you the Twin Q. It happened uh, on Sunday. uh, And the Twin Q on Sunday at the station casinos featured a pot the 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 uh, prize was $5000 it was a $5000 jackpot in the twin queue on sunday now here's the deal sunday's twin queue featured the last two races at santa anita and the uh, first of the two races at six and a half furlongs on the turf the winner was after midnight paying $15 and the second horse clean karma was 45 to 1 and paid 3720 to place Then we got to the 11th race at Santa Anita, the American Stakes. The winner there was Hong Kong Harry. This was a pick on the show from Rich Ang. Hong Kong Harry paid $6 even, and the second horse paid $17.60 to place. Shake it all out, and there were no winners with the combination 1-9 and 2-8. No winners. So that means the next twin queue offered at Station Casinos will have a carryover of $7,267.20. It's not today, but when it comes back, $7,267.20 for the twin queue at Station Casinos. And we will be right back with Jonathan Hardoon right after this short break. Do not go away. Horse racing fans, major daytime Southern California thoroughbred racing returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse with the L.A. County Fair Meet. Opening day is Saturday, June 25th. The opening day card will be headed by the Bertrando Stakes. Plus, the daytime meet will also feature a special holiday racing program on Monday, 4th of July. The 4th of July card will be headed by the Grade 2 Great Lady M Stakes. Past winners of this outstanding race for fillies and mares include champions Gamin and Finest City and the outstanding Marley's Freedom and horse players. The 4th of July program will also feature a popular live money on-track handicapping contest. You can 
could win one of two berths to the 2023 National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The contest format is available at LosAlamitos.com. Plus, our day and night weekend doubleheaders also return as our live quarter horse and thoroughbred nighttime action will follow the daytime cards. Watch all the action on TVG or at your favorite satellite facility or ADW provider. The LA County Fair meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Nine days of great racing. Opening day is Saturday, June 25th. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. All righty, back on race day Las Vegas for this interesting Wednesday race day card and show. And now we go to uh, Mr. Jonathan Hardoon standing patiently by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And the hats off to Dave Valento. I mean, he really puts in a lot of work, and then he goes and gives it away for free. <laughs> that's very nice. And uh, trying to promote the game and trying to promote Canterbury Downs, and good for him. And he should because, you know, a Canterbury, I mean, when they're giving you 10% and everybody else, you know, is not even close to that, you got to support them because they're trying to, you know, do well for the horse player. Absolutely. And tonight there's their big night of the meet, I guess. So certainly it's yeah. a big night. I mean, it's good. Dave's right. It's going to, the handle's going to be through the ceiling for them. So that's great news. And, uh, you know, they have uh, several trainers from other jurisdictions going there, like Brad Cox and, and uh, you know, Mike Maker. But uh, Joe Sharp is also sending a horse out there. And I understand he won the first race with uh, Nana's Gray as the favorite, right, with uh, Tyler Gaffleone Churchill? Uh, that was today, yes. Uh, Joe shopped the five horse. It came 5-1. Uh, the five was even money. The one entry was 7-5. to five. They ran uh, one, two. around the track 1-2, and that's the way it finished. All and right. by the way, just a programming note, uh-huh. Ralph Horseshoe, Indiana, will run this evening on the East Coast, 6.45 East Coast time, so I guess 3.45 for you guys. Yeah, I knew they were going to uh, – they had an option to change that, uh, but we didn't get the official yet. So H- Horseshoe, Indianapolis goes when again? 6.45 Eastern time, 3.45 of Vegas time, West uh, Coast. And they're always, uh, they're all trying to avoid the uh, the heat, the excessive heat out there, because in that part of the country, you get the uh, excessive heat, you get the humidity with it. Not good for horses. Uh, certainly, uh, they can dehydrate real easy, especially when they're uh, racing in a race. That's Not good for anyone, especially yeah, horses. Yeah, no, so they were forced to cancel last week a few days, both Churchill and Indiana. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're doing good there. All right. You have a Churchill Downs sheet for today. And um, I be- do. before we get to your pick, I know that, uh, you know, we were discussing the other day about what was going to happen to Richard Baltus, and something big happened. The California Horse Racing Board launched their investigation. Remember, that was last month into the medication violations by Richard Baltus. They fi- filed a formal complaint against the trainer on Tuesday alleging surveillance video showing 23 horses in his care were given illegal substances on the race day. 23. Now, you know there are, yeah, cameras, there are cameras in the barns at, at the track, so what the heck? You really got to be pretty arrogant. Listen, first of all, he's innocent until proven guilty. So we'll get that out of the way. Exactly. And hopefully due process goes through. And, you know, if he's guilty, well, they're going to throw the book at him, Ralph. They have him 23 times on camera, 23, not one, not two, 23 times in like a 10-day period. I mean, I don't understand why they didn't pull the plug after the first day. Why did they wait for uh, 15 or 16 or 17 more 
uh, violations to go through, but that's the way they handled it. You know, 23. If all this is true, I, I would assume he's done because, you know, they gave uh, Bill Morey 45 days when he had two, yeah. two of the same violations. And this guy has 23, so do the math. Uh, he's going to be away for a long time if they even let him back. Violations occurred from April 15th to May 8th, and all I can say is they were looking through that camera and say, can you believe this? How many times do you think this guy's going to do this? <laughs> I don't know. And he knows the camera's on. I mean, how arrogant uh, could you be? Uh, you know, I now, don't know. You can't blame it on the, on the workers. You can't, you know, no. at least Stafford had excuses and yeah. patch fell off for this yeah. or that. Oh, my <laughs> this goodness. Time, I mean, they got you red-handed here, really. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. You know, uh, and Santa Anita, uh, we're going to come up with John Leno in just a minute or two. Santa Anita had a great record this year of uh, the, the breakdown situation. Uh, they were almost trouble-free there. We'll get that in a minute. But before we do that, I want to get a pick from you at Churchill Downs, and uh, I will only say that uh, Papa, Dro- P- Papa Dro- Padromo now has uh, the horses uh, that uh, used to be under the care of Baltus, right? Well, they they split them up. But mm-hmm. I think Papa Padromo got most of them. Some of them went to other trainers. I think the motto ended up with some. And, uh-huh. uh Leonard Powell, but uh, I'm sure John Linda will know exactly. But I know it was more than Papa Drummer that got his horses. They, they were spread out so far and wide. Wow. Well, I hope he banks as on As long that. as they stay in California, Ralph, as long as they stay in California, it's fine. The problem is if they start shipping them out, out of California, yeah. well, that's bad news. No. They can't afford to lose one horse. No, that's for sure. Give me a horse at uh, Churchill. Okay, ninth and final, Ralph. I like the number seven horse in here, Divine Leader, five-year-old Gelding from John Ennis Bond, Edgar Morales aboard to ride. He's listed at five to two on the morning line, but he's a pick five, pick four, pick six single. One late scratch in there. You could take out the two. Hooper drives uh, the boat, who was 15 to one on the morning line, so it won't affect our odds. I like number seven, Divine Leader. Uh, to keep it going, we had another winner on Sunday. So, uh, I was uh, just about, I was just about to, to say that your winner uh, on Sunday, uh, nice score there. Two you, lane. Yeah, and you have. Yeah, I mean, Two lane. Yeah, I'm telling you, you've been uh, you've been really uh, white hot there, my man. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, your your pick at uh, San Anita uh, ran second too on the same day. So you're you're seeing the ball real well. And uh, let's keep let's keep the mojo going, Jonathan. Okay, Ralph, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bright and early, we have Belmont back in action, so we have something to talk about. All right. Well, you had enough to talk about, Mr. Baldus. <laughs> Thanks a lot, my man. Thanks, Ralph. All right. Uh, Jonathan always have an opinion, and I think Mr. Lindo will have a, at least a little bit of an opinion and give us uh, the uh, lowdown on the close of Santa Anita. We'll wrap that up right after this. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, closing day at Santa Anita on Sunday uh, featured uh, more wins by uh, Phil D'Amato and Umberto Rispoli had uh, four wins. Uh, wow, him and D'Amato got together with four wins over the weekend. And uh, Rich Ang had us a, a, night w a nice winner in the final race at Santa Anita. Hong Kong Harry paying $6 even. And uh, San Juan Capistrano won by Breakpoint. What a terrific ride Tyler Bays gave this horse. Went gate to wire going the entire mile and three quarters on the turf. Winning that paying $20.20 outrunning Red King and Avenue. And of course in the other stakes race of the day. Uh, I do believe there were three stakes races on the card, and that was the possibly perfect earlier. Nage Blanc wins again with Juan Hernandez at $3 even. John Lindo, it was an interesting Santa Anita meeting, and I got to tell you, uh, they did a good job with their safety record after all. Yeah, I think that's the, the biggest positive you can take out of, out of the meet, Ralph. Good morning. Uh, you know, over the, the period of six months, there was not one catastrophic injury on the main track during the races, yeah. which is pretty incredible. I think there were three overall during the races over the six-month period. So, you know, that that's a – I think they were quoting 62% decrease in the amount of catastrophic injuries during live racing. So – uh, you know what all those protocols and everything else they're doing. Yes, they hurt field size. Yes, they hurt uh, some of the other things, and uh, maybe and part of the reason for some of the jockeys leaving because of the the lack of uh, horse population. But it is a safer product right now in Southern California. Santa Anita completed the safest winter spring season on record. That's for sure. And the overall racing and training figures marked a 74 percent improvement since the 2019 historic uh, reforms happened. So um, uh, you got to give them, uh, you know, high five for that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, there there has to be some benefit from this protocol, all the protocols that are going on, because it's tough. Yeah. It's tough on everybody else to try and make, you know, the cards day in and day out go, and I think that's what we saw. You know, it, it was a long meet, and in the middle of the meet there, it was, it was tough filling races for a while. Day after Christmas 2021 to, of course, Sunday uh, was the long meet, and uh, it was tough for Juan Hernandez at the racetrack until Flavian Pratt decided to leave. Pratt, with a vacancy of over a month, stayed second in the uh, jock standings at 73 winners, and Hernandez finally got back uh, by him with a flourish at the end, didn't he? Yeah, he ended up with 104 wins, and uh, once uh, Flavian went back to the East Coast, you know, Hernandez was winning two, three, four a day. He was yeah. he was just on fire, and uh, he has definitely established himself as the number one guy in the jockstrom in Southern California. And again, uh, you know, we'll start with a clean slate at Del Mar. We'll see who comes in to ride, or if the colony will stay the same. And uh, he'll have to kind of reestablish that. But right now, he's the man. He he gets first call on the, on the horses out there in the morning. And Tyler Bays had a solid meet. I thought he had 54 wins and was third in the uh, in the jock standings. Yeah, he started slow. I thought the first month of the season, Tyler was was off a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, but as as the warmed up, he got he got better and better, and he really finished off the last two months. He rode really well. 
like you say, a solid third, and, and he's got a lot of momentum. He's running for a lot of different barns. Uh, you know, Jack Carava, his agent's done a good job for him. Uh, trainers, Phil D'Amato just ran away with it, and he might as well just pack that turf course up and stick it in his trunk. Well, he's the one guy with the emphasis on turf racing. And for the first time ever, Santa Anita ran more turf races than dirt races during this winter-spring meet. That's mm-hmm. never happened before. Mm-hmm. And the guy who has all the turf horses is Phil D'Amato. He ended up with, I think, 60, 63 winners on the uh, overall, yeah. set a new record for winter-spring racing. And of those 63, 57 of them were on the grass. Wow, amazing. Doug O'Neill, solid uh, second with the 40 in, right? And yeah, yeah, he was just steady all meet. He never really got on a hot streak, never really got ice cold, just kind of kept grinding throughout the meet. And, uh, you know, he's got a big barn, and, and it showed. It, by the final totals, were good. Uh, John Sadler, uh, all he really wanted was one win out of the whole meet, and he got it with flight line, but he put 37 others along with it, huh? Yeah, and he showed off a couple of nice two-year-olds at the yeah. end of the meet there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Stone Silent won the Fasig Tipton debutante, and uh, Real Fire, a filly against the boys and, and the uh, the fraternity, yeah. ran third, but galloped out real well like a horse that's going to go better with more distance. And, of course, Bob Baffert, who had to stop uh, training there with that uh, ruling that they had there, he checked in uh, fifth overall with 27 wins, so he didn't do too bad. No, and, you know, the thing to notice, too, is his, his horses, when they were transferred over to Sean McCarthy and Tim Yachtin, they never really went backwards, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they, they held their form for the new trainers. I think Sean McCarthy won three stakes with three stakes races with horses that, that were previously trained by Baffert. Uh, Baffert comes off suspension on July the 2nd, and uh, July the 1st will have some new HESA rules in California. So yeah. the ever-changing uh, racing scene in California will change some more beginning of July. And we will have conversations on that a little bit later on. And the horses uh, that won most in the meet, uh, two of them, Bye Bye Birdie and Brickyard Ride, won four races during the meet each. And so did uh, Nige Blanc with that stakes win. Yeah. Uh, I think she won uh, at least three stakes races, maybe four races overall. But, yeah, uh, yeah some of those, they had good careers in six months. And uh, we do not have time to get into uh, Mr. Baltus. We'll do that uh, tomorrow. How's, uh, what's the Linda report scheduled this week? I will do Belmont Park tomorrow and Friday, and then going into opening day on, on Saturday at Los Alamitos. I'll do uh, Los Al Saturday, Sunday. Next week, a four-day week starting uh, Friday at Los Al through the holiday, July 4th, Monday. All right, and we will discuss Mr. Baltus and his trials and tribulations right now with you tomorrow on the Race Day Show. Jerry will be back with us on Friday, but until Jerry's back with us, I guess you're the guy. Go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody. Get out there and bet Canterbury today, folks. <laughs>